yeah started yes, sir right okay sir so hello people are you all able to good hear me good afternoon sir and welcome to the session sir thank you so much for your time uh, it's a pleasure to help my dear colleagues my dear juniors my dear students who all are there here on this wonderful platform of aimpg and dr nigam let me first thank you for having me here to help our fellow students to learn the basics of anesthesia in that also you are helping them a lot in like giving them free sessions and today we are on the 24th lecture right yeah, yeah yes sir uh, 12th i think okay 12th wonderful yes sir so this way of helping out students in every possible manner that we can is a really a good gesture on your part and uh, uh, to be a part thank of this you, community it's really overwhelming it's possible due to you sir thank you for your time it's all my pleasure okay sir welcome hello people are you able to hear me just give me a quick nod yes sir they can hear you because okay. all are muted okay wonderful so i am dr hitesh nathani i am the anesthesia faculty who is taking anesthesia classes since last five and a half years and in today's session i'll be helping you in clearing out your concepts when it comes to capnography okay people so i am basically the anesthesia mentor for you guys so first of all let me tell you that whenever you are preparing for any of the medical entrance examination you should make sure that you learn from the mistakes of others right you can never live long enough to make them all by yourself and this is how you actually go on performing and this is one of the major criteria major role when you want to appear for any entrance examination take the help of your seniors take the help of your mentors take the help of guides like dr nigam is providing you on his platform so that whenever you have any questions just putting out up there and helping him helping us serve you so that all the mistakes that we have committed we do not want you to repeat the same so on that note let us begin our today's session which is on the session of capnography what do you mean by capnography first of all let me like ask, ask you those things right what do you mean by capnography yes most of you will tell that this is a monitor which is being used when we are giving anesthesia and this is used to monitor what respiratory functions right so if you look into the context of a car that i have shown you in this figure when ever what do you put it into into a car we put in fuel right and when you put in fuel what happens the car runs it metabolizes that fuel if you want to talk in terms of context of our medical field it metabolizes that fuel and what it emits out it emits out some particulate contents right so when we are actually analyzing the same thing when it comes to analogy of our body we are taking in some fuel right in the form of carbohydrates proteins fats etc and what do we do we metabolize yes we metabolize the things and after metabolism what happens we give out the waste products right so it is the same thing which is happening with our lungs right we take in what we take in oxygen yes the oxygen is being carried to various organs it is metabolized it is absorbed by the 
cells it is absorbed by the metabolism happens at the cellular level and what is given out is carbon dioxide and this very property is what we are encaching while monitoring a patient's aspect when it comes to capnography yes when it comes to monitoring in anesthesia so what do you mean by capnography capnography that means if you want to break up the term it is capno and graphy capno means end tidal carbon dioxide and graphy is nothing but it is the graphical representation of end tidal carbon dioxide against time right so end tidal carbon dioxide and graphical representation when it is being done in a graphical representative manner the end tidal carbon dioxide end tidal means what at the end of a tidal breath at the end of a breath right so one breath what do we call it when you take in one breath we call it what a tidal volume so at the end of a tidal breath whatever amount of carbon dioxide is present when we measure it against time we call it capnography and how is the graph represented it is represented something like this okay so if you are able to understand if you are able to understand just give a thumbs up or a nod so that i know that everything is going fine the speed is okay if you want me to slow down things a bit you can again comment dr nigam will help me guide with that if you want me to speed up the things i can do that as well okay no sir it is perfect it's okay, uh, okay sir yeah, it is perfect okay wonderful and if you have any doubts you can ask the doubts in the chat section in the comment section you can raise your hand so that all the doubts will be sent handed over to me and i'll be more than happy to clear the doubts as and when we go about with the session now that is about capnography yes it is a graphical representation and second thing is capnometry what do you mean by capnometry metry is nothing but a monitoring a particular number yes so what do you mean by capnography it is the end tidal carbon dioxide when it is expressed in numbers it is known as capnometry so which is the number that we take at the end of the expiration yes this part is what we take it as a number and that number is represented here something in between 35 to 45 that is the normal value of etco2 yes if it is a normal etco2 value it will be between 35 to 45 this is the number that is being represented on the screen so this number is what will help us diagnose whether the patient is having any underlying conditions or no one thing second the graphical representations will also help us diagnose right then and there itself if there is any problem with the patient under the the patient who is under anesthesia right so coming to the next aspect of capnography you should know what are the types of capnograph analyzers yes they can be of two types one is the mainstream analyzers and the second one is side stream analyzers so what do you mean by mainstream and side stream see this here is a representation of a patient receiving anesthesia the anesthetic gases from a anesthesia machine so this is the fresh gas inlet that is being going to the patient what do you mean by fresh gas inlet oxygen air and any inhalational anesthetic agent suppose we are giving inhalational anesthetic agent for your consideration i'll write here co right so whenever we give we are giving oxygen air and co fluorin to a patient when it goes to the patient what happens by the inspiratory limb it goes to the patient and then the patient expires what is present in the expiratory gas it is carbon dioxide air and co yes so what does the patient take in 
oxygen was given and the patient has given out carbon dioxide rest of the things are metabolized to an extent but not completely so therefore in the expiratory gas we get the, those substances as well so now what do you mean by mainstream and side stream analyzers i'll just brief into this part of the patient so what do you mean by mainstream when the patient is expiring the carbon dioxide analyzer source is actually present into the system of the anesthesia circuit yes as you can see here in this particular screen on your screen right this infrared source infrared detector the basic anesthesia carbon dioxide monitoring is present inside the circuit that is known as mainstream and just a wire is being connected via the electrical cord which is being displayed on the monitor so this is the mainstream analyzer it will actually give you a better understanding of etco2 if you want to look at the advantages but because of its weight it becomes very cumbersome to use it when we are actually giving anesthesia so what have we done we have developed a side stream analyzer what do you mean by side stream as the name itself suggests in the stream of carbon dioxide is collected to a side port and from there it is being sensed and displayed onto the monitor right so just a sampling line a sampling line is put onto the anesthesia circuit and from there the carbon dioxide is collected and it is sensed onto the monitor which is there kept on the anesthesia machine and there it is displayed right so did you get the difference between mainstream and side stream analyzer yes people it is like a main actor of a movie and a side actor of a movie right inside actor what happens he also does the same work but the credit is always given to the main actor so that is what is like the analogy when you come to discuss with anesthesia so a mainstream analyzer will be there in the anesthesia circuit as you can see in the screen and a side stream analyzer would be present onto the monitor displaying channel it will just carry the carbon dioxide from the circuit clear about this thing people <coughs> so now let us discuss about what are actually a normal capnograph looks like yes and what are the various phases of normal capnograph so if you understand this normal capnograph you will be able to solve all the questions when it comes to the examination right before going on into the differential diagnosis of anything you should know first thing what exactly is the basic system that is involved yes whenever you are studying medicine whenever you are studying uh, surgery you should first narrow down to a system right that is what we have been taught yes people so after you have narrowed down to a system then you come to a differential diagnosis the same way unless and until you do not know what is normal you will not be knowing what is abnormal therefore you should understand what is normal first so before understanding what is normal first let me just tell you what and how is capnography being generated yes now i am giving anesthesia to a patient it is going via the trachea via the principal secondary and tertiary bronchus into the lungs of the patient yes so what is being given to the patient oxygen air and co fluorine yes i am just taking co example it is not necessary that we'll always give this same preparation to the patient sometimes we can give nitrous oxide as well sometimes we can give gas fluorine as well it will depend upon the patient's condition so what is going in oxygen is going in right so it is being absorbed it is being diffused via the alveoli and from the alveoli where it is being carried it is carried by the blood yes pulmonary capillaries 
from the pulmonary capillaries it enters into systemic circulation from the systemic circulation it is being sent where into the cells what is happening into the cells metabolism is happening right so a metabolism is happening inside the cell from cells what is being given out now oxygen is being taken in after the metabolism carbon dioxide is given out now the same carbon dioxide is being carried by what venules venous capillaries and from there via the arteries again it is being carried by pulmonary arterioles to the alveoli right now in the alveoli carbon dioxide has come in this carbon dioxide is being eliminated by the patient during expiratory phase right so what are the various functions that this carbon dioxide actually helps us to determine one during anesthesia it will help us determine what whether the ventilation parameters is proper or no right whether the ventilation is happening properly or no that means oxygen is being taken in and carbon dioxide is being given out into the alveoli of the patient that is one thing that this monitoring aspect of capnography will help us realize second what will will help us realize since this capillaries and all which are carrying the carbon dioxide which are giving the oxygen to the cells and taking the carbon dioxide from the cells up to the alveoli that means the circulation of the body has to be proper yes so second monitor that it will monitor is yes. it will monitor the circulation aspect of anesthesia yes whether the circulation of the body is being proper or no and the third thing what will the capnography monitor tell us yes so one thing about ventilation whether oxygen is being carried and carbon dioxide eliminated properly that is lung function second the function of the vessels that means the pulmonary capillaries are taking the oxygen and giving back carbon dioxide back to the alveoli to the lungs right so circulation third one would be what what is happening inside the cells yes so it will tell us about metabolism right so first it told us about what it told us about capnography that is ventilation is being proper second what it is helping us monitoring whether the circulation is proper third what it is helping us monitoring whether the metabolism is proper so these are the three things that one monitor can actually help us monitor though we study capnography under respiratory system monitoring in anesthesia still it will help us monitor the circulatory system it will help us monitor the metabolism along with the respiratory system abnormalities therefore it is one of the most important chapters most important topics when it comes to your preparation for any mental any medical entrance examinations right so while you are preparing you will see always one question will be asked for capnography even for this year's 2019 examination which was there held on the 5th of january all india entrance test which was there what we call it by the neat pg this question was asked about capnography okay so this is how important it is and always expect one question from capnography in the coming aims also you can expect it so coming to the normal parameters now now you have understood what are the functions what are the systems that are capnograph monitors right so apart from that how will you actually determine a normal capnograph it is shown in your figure if you are able to see just give a quick nod just interact so that i know that you are able to get it on your screen correctly and you are able to recognize it yes people 
Okay, wonderful. So what are the normal parameters of the capnograph? It is here ETCO2 that is N-tidal capnograph carbon dioxide which is being represented along with the time. Right? So here, how will you actually say what are the various phases of a capnographic waveform? Yes? You want me to take it now or you want me to discuss it in the form of MCQ session? Uh, anything you like, sir. <coughs> okay, I'll just, I expect that we have studied a capnography uh, previously, as most of your interns will be appearing for AIMS right now. So I'll just take a question on that and then I'll discuss all the capnographs with you, right? So first, a question that is present on your screen, a gold standard for endotracheal tube confirmation is, yes, this is in the form of single best answer that you have to give me the answer, yes. Is it in the form of auscultation that you will consider that endotracheal tube is confirmed? It is in the trachea or no? Whether it is by capnography that you will confirm, whether it is by ultrasound technique that you will confirm, or whether it is by chest rise? Yes, if you want, you can answer it. You can answer in your chat for column. I'll give you 10 seconds more which is the gold standard for endotracheal tube confirmation. Yes. Now I have already told you what all does it help us monitoring, right? In the trachea, when it goes, what all does it help us in monitoring? It helps us in monitoring ventilation, right? It helps us in monitoring circulation and metabolism. So always and always this ventilation parameter will be foremost. So whenever a tube is into the trachea, then only you will get a graph of ETCO2 which will be normal. Yes, otherwise you will get abnormal graphs. So it is the capnography which is the gold standard for monitoring of the confirmation of the endotracheal tube, whether it is into the trachea or whether you have not put into the trachea and it has by mistake gone into esophagus. So the correct answer for this question is capnography. That is one question how it can be asked into the examination. The second question, how it can be asked when it comes to AIMS examination, which is there on your screen right now, yes? The examiner may ask you to match the following, yes? On one hand side, you have got capnography, which has got various phases, that is phase one, phase two, phase three, and phase four. And on the right hand side, you have got various respiratory parameters. Phase one, whether it represents alveolar ventilation, whether it represents inspiratory phase, whether it represents alveolar plus dead space ventilation, whether it represents dead space ventilation, no ventilation or expiratory phase. Yes, I'll give you another 20 seconds to just go through the question, imagine it and write down your answers in the comment section, in the chat section, so that I know you have understood the question. Yes, after this we'll discuss one more question and then we'll go back to the theory again so that you know how do we actually interact and how do we help you in solving the integrated questions when it comes to AIMS or NEED PG examinations. Last five seconds, guys. Okay, so I'll give you one more question. It is a sequential arrangement type of question. Yes. First, we discussed about what? Single best answer. Second, we discussed about what? Match the following. Third, we are discussing about what? Sequential arrangement type. So now remember one question, one topic, 
that is capnography how it is being asked into the different formats and how one topic can actually help you solve all the questions when it comes right we always say into the examination preparations when you are studying for aim pg that you are when you are aiming for the post graduation you should always know what topic has been asked right the questions very rarely will be repeated but yes topic will always be repeated so this is a example of that yes so sequential arrangement here arrange the following yes first alveolar ventilation second dead space ventilation third option inspiratory phase and fourth option is alveolar phase and what are the phases it has given you phase 1 phase 2 phase 3 and phase 0 or phase 4 yes it is phase 0 or phase 4 as we call it yes so what is the correct sequence of this which is being presented on to the screen on the question here yes what is the correct sequence of the various phases of capnography yes option a dacb option b dadc option c bdac or option c that is cabd yes what are the various phases the question is here now let us go back to theory and we'll again come to the question so that you know after studying a certain concept in depth how are you actually able to solve any question yes so this is a normal capnograph that is there on your screen right now yes what are the various phases of capnograph this is known as phase 1 in phase 1 what is happening you can see the it is touching the baseline that means the etco2 value is zero when is the etco2 value zero yes when there is no carbon dioxide in the circuit yes when during expiration there is no carbon dioxide what are the various normal phases of a respiratory cycle yes first you inspire you hold and then you breathe out right this is a normal respiratory cycle yes under anesthesia also the same thing happens yes you have got a inspiratory phase and you have got a expiratory phase yes when the patient is under anesthesia you have given muscle relaxation you have put the tube and you are ventilating the patient yes so when you are ventilating the patient you are giving the air in and then you are waiting for the patient to expire air passively yes that is a phase of inspiration and expiration so when does the patient expire that is when the carbon dioxide is actually coming out yes but looking at your physiological or anatomical concept if you want to see first how do we inspire what is there nose then comes your nasopharyngeal space then comes trachea and so on and so forth so these are called as what dead spaces why these are called as dead spaces because there is no ventilation happening there yes first is called as dead space and second is known as physiological space yes in dead space what is happening there is no ventilation happening in dead space that means no oxygen and carbon dioxide exchange taking place right and what is happening into the alveoli into the alveoli the oxygen is being given in and carbon dioxide given out yes this is what happens in the alveoli so first what is gas is given out the gases that has been gone into the patient what did we give to the patient we give oxygen we give air and then what did we give we gave sevoflurane yes so when the patient is expiring what will come out first from the dead space because there is no gaseous exchange taking place so phase 1 represents that so that means here there will be no carbon dioxide so that is a phase 1 which is known as dead space ventilation yes this is known as dead space ventilation 
then this is the phase two that means the graph which is going up now there is slowly and slowly carbon dioxide which is being picked up that means the alveolar gas is being mixed with the dead space ventilation right so phase one was what it was dead space ventilation what was phase two that you can see here now the carbon dioxide is coming out that means from the alveoli and the dead space ventilation both the gases are becoming mixed so it is alveolar plus dead space ventilation yes what about phase 3 phase 3 is what this is the topmost phase that you can see here this is the what we call as plateau phase that means now there is no other thing only carbon dioxide is present that means all the alveolar gas is present into that yes from the alveolar whatever the carbon dioxide was there now it is present into the circuit so that is known as plateau phase is known as a phase of alveolar ventilation yes so phase 1 phase 2 and phase 3 this determine what all these three phases are phases of expiration yes that means the air is coming out the carbon dioxide is coming out now as you can see here the graph is again going down this is known as phase 4 or phase 0 when will the graph again go down that means the carbon dioxide which was there at its peak now it's coming down that is the oxygen is now being detected into the circuit yes now oxygen is being going in so the carbon dioxide whichever was there has already come out phase 4 is what it is the phase of inspiration it is the phase of inspiration now you will ask me sir when this phase of inspiration comes down and it touches zero what happens then that means your inspiratory cycle is almost complete and from once it touches zero then your expiratory cycles begin yes once it touches zero then your expiratory cycle begin therefore your phase 1 is a part of expiratory cycle but it is giving out what the last gases which was inspired and it is into the dead space where no gases exchange is taking place only oxygen is being given out i hope you understood the various phases of ventilation various phases of carbon dioxide then there are various angles that you should know that is alpha and beta angles yes what is the reason of going into the details of alpha and beta angles i'll just show you in the next figure first we have seen the capnograph we have seen the phases of capnography what is the normal value of capnograph as you can see here it is from 0 to 45 yes the wave is repeated but normal etco2 value is 35 to 45 how much it is millimeters of mercury yes it is 35 to 45 millimeters of mercury so any value below, below 35 will call it as hypocapnia we'll call it as hypo right 35 to 45 is known as normocapnia anything below that is hypo anything above that will be hyper yes so what are the various condition which will cause hypocapnia what are the various condition which will cause hypercapnia that is a clinical based scenario that we can discuss as and when we go about with complications in anesthesia so right now we'll discuss some of the graphs which are there onto the screen now tell me if you can interact if you have got the chat option available just tell me what does this graph represent yes now we have seen that a captographic waveform will tell us about what ventilation it will tell us about what circulation and it will tell us about what metabolism now if there is sudden flattening out of captographic waveforms what will it tell us yes as you can see here there is a normal captographic waveform which is here and there is sudden flattening out of the captographic waveform 
Yes. What does it indicate? So these are the types of questions which are asked into the examination and we are asked to identify it. Yes. Identify the capnograph, identify the capnographic waveforms and tell what is the exact figure here. Yes. So if there is sudden flattening out of capnographic waveforms earlier, you were getting a normal capnographic waveforms, but now you are not getting any capnographic waveform here. That means suddenly the value has lost. There is no capnographic waveform. That means there is no carbon dioxide being detected into the circuit that can happen when, when the circuit is not inside properly. That means when the tube has accidentally come out, that means tube dislodgement. Yes. What is the first option? Tube dislodgement. Second, accidental extubation. When the tube is not present inside the trachea, when the tube is not there inside the trachea, there will be no capnograph, there will be no carbon dioxide being given out. So that means that time the carbon dioxide value will be zero or the loss of capnographic waveforms. When does this happen? Yes. Tube dislodgement or accidental tube extubation. It happens during HNF surgery, that is head, neck and pick surgeries. When you are shifting the patient from one place to the other, from one department to the other for various investigations and the tube is not properly fixed, accidentally it may pull out and come out, right? So these are the two diagnoses, differential diagnosis that you can say. Third one, when you will you get this accidental loss of waveform of capnograph? Yes. So this was about ventilatory parameters. What about circulatory parameters? When there is no circulation, there will be no carbon dioxide being delivered to the alveoli, right? So the third correct answer to this is third better diagnosis for this is cardiac arrest. When there is cardiac arrest, there is no blood circulation happening. When there is no blood circulation happening, that means whatever the carbon dioxide is there present into the cellular level, it will not be delivered via circulation to the alveoli and from a alveoli it will not be given out in the circuit, right? So that is when this helps us in determining whether there is accidental extubation, tube dislodgement, circuit disconnection, or there is any circulation problem with this capnograph. So this is one form of capnograph that can be asked into the examination. This is the second form. Yes. You can see your normal capnograph levels, which were there. Yes. It was between 35 and 45, the normal levels were there. Suddenly you see a large capnographic waveform. That means what it will be? Hypercarbia. Yes. And when this hypercarbia happens suddenly, because the body is generating, the body is giving out so much amount, it is almost double. Yes. It is almost double the value of 45 if you look at the length and all. Right. Double or three times. So whenever the body is giving out so much amount of capnograph, so much amount of carbon dioxide, that means there has to be some amount of metabolism, which is generating so much amount of carbon dioxide. Yes. So it will actually indirectly tell you about hypermetabolism. What do you mean by hypermetabolism? That means there is a large amount of CO2, which is being generated at the cellular level, which is being detected in your circuit. So which is the condition in which there will be hypercarbia, hypermetabolism, other parameters like fever will be there and this type of capnograph, which is being shown into the figure. The ETCO2 value, as you see, it is almost more than 80 millimeters of mercury. Yes. So these kind of questions are asked into the examination and this is nothing but this is a clinical scenario for <coughs> malignant hyperthermia.
yes in malignant hyperthermia you will look and you will see at such type of scenarios such type of graphs will be there coming to the next as you can see here the plateau phase is being going up steadily that means it is not a proper plateau as we have studied in the previous graph it is an upstroke of plateau phase that means the phase 3 of the capnographic waveform is into the plateau phase right it is not a plateau proper it is into the upstroke phase when will we see these conditions when the carbon dioxide which is being eliminated out takes a longer time and the value goes on increasing simultaneously yes what is the phase 3 it is the alveolar phase when the alveolar phase gas is being given out the carbon dioxide value is still being on the higher side when do we see this and what do we call it we call it as a shark fin appearance have you seen a shark yes people this is how a shark looks like yes and this is the fin of a shark if you see a fin of a shark and this capnograph they look exactly identical therefore it is known as shark fin appearance and where do we see this shark fin appearance whenever we have any obstruction where do we get obstructions we get in cases of bronchial asthma we get in cases of copd right so these kind of capnograph waveform will be seen in cases of obstruction that is bronchial or laryngeal obstruction yes it is in cases of bronchial asthma the disease can be either copd that is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease that is when we see such kind of waveform that is known as shark fin appearance moving on to the excuse next excuse me sir yeah excuse me sir do sir we have more 5 minutes to, no problem uh, so just this is the last slide and then we'll move on yes, to sir. the questions and then we'll be done with this okay <laughs> as you can see here with regards to time the capnographic waveform is very slow yes and the value is above the normal this is the 45 the value of the end capnograph it is above the normal value that means there is hypercarbia happening again right but here it is not the like the previous graph as i have shown you here it is not the like malignant hyperthermia it is not twice the value of that it is just a little bit more and it is slow so when does hypercarbia again set in in terms of when you are hypoventilating the patient the patient might be in hypoventilation phase this is what we will recognize with the help of time and etco2 now we are moving on to the question that i have asked you again i'll tell you what is the answer of this match the following that i just asked the phase 1 will represent what it will represent the dead space ventilation right people the phase 1 will represent what it was the lowermost phase it is the phase 1 that is dead space ventilation phase 2 we have seen this that is the upstroke it will represent what it will represent a mixture of alveolar and dead space ventilation so the option c is correct here what about phase 3 it is this plateau phase which is phase 3 it will represent what the alveolar ventilation and phase 4 we have studied just now it is nothing but it is a phase of inspiration yes the same question when it is asked into the sequential arrangement type the correct answer here is what first is what dead space ventilation that is b second is what alveolar plus dead space ventilation that is phase 2 that is option c is the correct answer here yes option phase 3 is what it is an inspiratory or phase 3 is what it is a alveolar ventilation and phase 1 4 or phase 0 is what it is a phase of inspiratory phase so option c here is correct answer and in the previous section we with the match the following 
the various options we have already matched. So this is how you should study when it comes to capnography. Yes, you should not just study the waveform. You should actually dive and delve into the details of the concept. Yes, remember the topic repeats, but the question never repeats into the examination. So whenever a simple basic topic like capnography you are studying. you should learn it in detail and you should have a habit of solving the mcqs so that will help you clear out and rectify your mistakes and whatever doubts you have you can ask us yes it was more than happy for me to interact with you guys i really thank dr nigam to help me interact also, with your students also thank you and if uh, anyone is having doubt can ask to sir otherwise sir is also available in an academy Uh, you can uh, visit to sir's uh, an academy page and also you can ask sir doubt yes you can and also ask on the aim for pg platform as well okay sir and if and i will also be uploading this uh, video in the website if later you have a doubt you can ask to sir in an academy also sir you are having any specific uh, telegram group sir yes i have a telegram group it is by the name of dr hitesh and it is named anesthesia simplified yes as we had okay, our first okay so i'll be i'll be posting the web, uh, your telegram group link also so that yeah. they can ask doubt if they will get later yeah and i'll share this telegram group with you yes okay sir if anyone is having doubt you can ask to sir otherwise we can end the session also it is almost time now and uh, and if you want to revise it also i'll be posting this in uh, website with sir's link of an academy and a telegram group link yes people okay sir thank you so much for making this interactive session with with all the doubts cleared i guess because it was very nice session sir thank you thanks a lot okay, dr nigam for having me here okay sir we can end the session because no one is having doubt i think because no one is uh, asking or raising hand so okay. we can end now Yeah. Okay, so thanks. Bye, bye, guys. Thank you. And for the next session, you can visit to m4pg.com website, then LearnPad. And in LearnPad, you can go to the upcomings where you can you can see that next sessions are there, and you can enroll yourself. to join the next session we are uh, having upcoming section and uh, if you want to download any session you missed you can download from the store if you missed any previous session and also all upcoming sessions will be uploaded here you can visit this and download for free okay guys thank you